0: Before we get to the show, I want to remind all of you that we have an awesome data analytics conference coming up called the Disney Data and Analytics Conference. This conference is taking place August 28th and 29th in Orlando, Florida. Join the Big Data Beard team and get $400 off your pass using our promo code DATABEARD-2018 at registration. Enjoy the show. You are now listening to The Big Data View. This is our podcast where we explore the trends,
1: technology, and talented people making big data a big deal.
0: This view is not terrible, I'll be honest. Um, Seriously. I tried really hard. I called the building next door, uh, the one with the pool. they weren't having us and it wasn't about you it was about me um so oh. just so we're clear i tried so your, your reputation precedes you it's not good that's <laughs> we'll start there. it's really not good uh but it's but it's all i've got so let's not hurt it too much let's talk about ov a startup company based in chicago in beautiful chicago for those of you joining us on youtube uh and we're here to talk about smarter food storage is that right did i get it right absolutely no
1: smarterware it's
2: called smarterware
1: smarterware like yes. tupperware but for the it's- modern age so i'm ty thompson and i'm the, the one of the co-founders of ov smarterware and if you have to put a hat on my head of a title it's ceo Sweet. i handle i get to write a lot of the checks to people that we have to write checks to and find people that'll bring money in that's a lot of what i do cool. uh, with a background in mostly sales and business development and um previously at uh, Contigo, if people are familiar with the oh, those um, are the also, uh, um,
0: the coffee cups
1: that don't spill coffee mugs, water bottles, and that's where Dave and I met. So Dave, who are you? My name is Dave Joseph, um, uh, co-founder of
3: Ovi, and uh, my background is in industrial design, and my role here is head of product, I guess is what we've landed on. Cool. Um, so all right, stay right. I'll keep it at that.
2: All right. I'm Stacey Thompson. I am a co-founder of OB SmarterWare. Um, And as titles go, I am the head of brand and marketing. Um, We kind of collectively, we kind of joke about titles here. And Ty started it, obviously, joking about titles. Because (laughs) as you can imagine, in any startup, you... You have to divide all of the work amongst the number of people that are there. So it's, you can't just go by a single title. It's yeah. just, you know, guidelines more than anything.
1: For sure. So you trade out hats from time to time. Trade out it.
2: hats. It's very collaborative. We switch things constantly. Yeah, it's a very fluid process.
1: And there's a fourth co founder of our team, too. We, we want to make sure to mention him. So Scott Wilson is fourth co founder. And he's, we kind of call him like the Phantom co founder because he really is behind the scenes advising us on what we do. He owns a, um, Product design company here in the city called Minimal. Oh, very cool! And was former glo- former global head of design for Nike, and wow. like just Worked a big, IDEO, deal, bunch bunch big deal, real big deal in the industry, innovation. and really Excellent. connected. That's he drives a lot of, our, of our connections. All right, so
0: tell me about this. So, so this is a I, I, you guys showed me the product earlier, which is really cool, and we'll send, we'll have some pictures included. But help me understand, like why why did you decide to build this product, or why did you decide to start a company that's building connected
1: food storage? So, the the origination of the product came from um, uh, uh, just a convergence of two things in my life, um, and people that know me know that I generally have kind of wild ideas and do not haven't really done anything with those things. Um, and so in a parking garage one day I saw a string of led lights, not string, but like all the led lights that kind of indicate where a parking spot could be Okay. if you've seen those before. Yeah, it's brilliant. So if it's red spots taken green spots available. So from across the garage, you can just quickly identify, Hey, I can park there. Yeah. There you go. And so that was super easy and I loved it a lot. And, I, and my brain said, where else could this apply? And um, we had recently gone through the old fridge clean-out and had um, thrown away some a lot of really good food that we intended to eat, but we stuck in our fridge. It got lost in the black hole that is the refrigerator. We never even thought about it again after putting it in there. And those two moments collided, and for me, I thought... Could we use a simple LED light to identify? Hey, there's food in this fridge that needs to be eaten, and this is the this is how long it's been in there. And that was kind of the beginning of the product idea. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of shrugged it off as just another silly idea. But speaking to Stacy, and then ultimately speaking to Dave, they were like, "No, this is a good idea. Maybe we should do something with this."
0: Okay. So you did something with it, and now you've started the company. So what, like, why do we need connected food search? Because I. Candidly, there's a lot of connected devices out there, and it's it's scary in terms of like the amount of connectedness out there. There's all kinds of security constraints, but there's also just people like experience challenges. Like, are you know, is, do I need everything connected? But food storage seems like one where I go, no, I get that. That makes sense. Like, but what problem is this thing solving? Like, how does somebody how's how am I gonna get my black hole of fridge, which by the way, glad you said that. I felt like we were the only ones. But was like how is my life? <laughs> You're not alone. Power? It's called fridge guilt. Uh-huh. It's, oh, it is it's fridge real. guilt? It's yeah. a thing. <laughs> Hashtag fridge guilt. Oh, I love that. So so what's the experience? Like why why am I gonna be excited to have a product like this?
2: The whole heart of Any tech that we believe is really helpful in integrating into people's lives and one of our philosophies at Ovi is that it be really seamless and you kind of goes into the background of your life. So not all tech is doing that right now, admittedly, especially, you know, IOT tech where you're like, do I need smart light bulbs? Nothing to say that you don't. But I mean, some of those things you you question, right? Um, With smart food storage, connected food storage, the the heart of the interaction, if I walk you through Mm -hmm. the portion of the life, is you put your food in say you have leftover, I like to use spinach as an example, because that is like the thing that always goes into a mushy mess. And my, my produce drawer more than anything is, I'll cook with it, I'll use it in a salad, I'll, I'll put a portion of it, I put a clip on it, and I stick it in my drawer right now. And I literally forget about it every single time. And I'm disappointed. With Ovi, it's very, very simple that you're doing the exact same interaction. And if your your voice enabled voice connected you push a button as you're putting it into your fridge and you say Alexa tell Ovi this is spinach and then she tracks it and that's literally the only thing that changes in your life in actually recording it or putting it down and then you go about your day a few days later when you have inevitably forgotten about this and you're at work you you're wondering what you're gonna have for dinner you're wondering um, what's in your fridge you open up your Ovi app you get a notification, or you just open up, you see that it's there, and we're gonna offer up suggestions and recipes and also be tracking the amount of time that that's still good for. We're using a database to track that, and we're gonna be able to know hey, it's been there for three days, I'm gonna send you a notification. It's going to the light that's on it, and uh, Ty uh, noted earlier a light indicator mm-hmm. on the actual um, yeah. tag, it's called Smart Tag. Okay. Um, that turns yellow, and I'm going to see in my, my digital fridge that it's yellow. So I've got things in the red stage, green stage, and yellow stage at all times in my fridge, and I'm Going to be able to know what's in there. Um, then I get a recipe suggestion for that cross-reference with the other things in my fridge and I've got a meal um, ready to go recipe and I can order extra ingredients on Instacart and I'm home and I've got all the things I need to make dinner.
0: Very cool. So that's interesting because you're retrofitting what is not a smart fridge, which is by the way all the rage. Everybody's talking about <laughs> smart fridges. But you're basically retrofitting a traditionally very like asset intensive or capital intensive asset in a home for a homeowner. With this smart technology, because like I don't know what else you'd want a smart fridge to do other than tell me <laughs> what well, foods it? in there and how long is it going to go bad. That's pretty interesting. I like that. You so one thing you talked about was that, and the goal here is to minimize food waste. Right. That seems like to me, and especially in America, that's got to be just an epidemic problem that we are wasting copious amounts of food.
3: It, is that? It's a huge amount of food. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the entire uh, food chain or food supply chain. It's about 40% of the food uh in America gets thrown away, which is just ridiculous. Um and then of that 40%, the gr- biggest piece of that pie is actually food in the home. And there's other areas that have concerns but um or other problem areas, but the biggest chunk of it is in the home. So, you know, what Ovi's trying to do is create a solution that can help you get a handle on that and make make your make a change for yourself that can hopefully propagate out and um back to the idea of like uh, you mentioned, you know, why is food storage a good fit for IoT? And right. I wanted to throw something in. I think um, because because there's a, we all have this problem with it. It's not like a thing that works okay, but let's throw some tech on top of it. Yeah. It's an area that everyone, like from our research, we realized that 60, what was it? 65 something percent? 67% 67. of... Yeah are uh, the, the surveys that we put out, people are saying they do forget about their food. So yeah. this isn't some tech for tech's sake. This is, right. this is a, a problem that existed in the world that we felt and then did some research and found that a huge chunk of the population has the same problem. So we're using tech to solve a real problem instead of just slapping technology on top of
1: something. And to kind of touch on that a little bit more, we're, we're using tech to solve a tech problem, but we're using a physical product. Also to solve a problem, because our, our company started as a physical product company. We said, let's make a let's make a housewares product that has this kind of little piece of tech, like a little LED light on it. And that's the path that we journey down. And then we woke up one day and we were like, oh, we're a tech company, because like we we found that like integrating tech in the right way. Um, was going to be significantly more beneficial to our consumers. But you still need a physical product because there are a lot of people trying to solve this problem. We're not the first people that woke up and said, man, throwing away all this food's terrible. And also not knowing what's in your fr- fridge is terrible. Um, but what we, what we've envisioned as the right solution is a combination of a digital and a physical product, because in the kitchen, as you know, you're, you're a big cook, you're in the kitchen a lot. It's a very, it's a very physically engaging environment. You're touching, um, uh, your cooking devices, you're touching your pots, your pans, your knives, your fridge, opening that you need to be, you need need to meet the consumer where they're at. So Mm -hmm. it needs to have a physical solution combined with a digital solution.
0: And I love that you talked about the. To your point, the 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 fact that my hands are going to be dirty or I'm juggling lots of things. You talked about voice interaction. That's a really interesting concept because if I'm, like you said, I'm trying to get stuff done. I'm trying to get it away the way. I don't really want to sit there. Like, the alternative to this right now is probably what? Like, get a marker out and write something down or, like... Not market at all, and probably have a gooey mess in my vegetable drawer. Like, there's not a good alternative. That to me, voice interaction seems interesting. So I'm curious, how did you guys end up going down the path of like integrating with Alexa? Because it, it, yeah, with your demo you showed me, it's it, that,
3: that's the idea, right? Yeah. Right. So, um, you know when when we started the, Ty mentioned like kind of the birthplace of the concept, and it was LEDs on food containers, um, and that was really where we started, and. It, during the design process of uh, understanding the how people are going to use it and how what the interaction model is going to look like we walked ourselves down this road and it, the way we work is you know come upon a problem find a solution for it you know concept other solutions find the best one move forward and that's kind of that process of like if you want to know that my Spinach is good for this amount of time. We need to know that that's spinach, so you have to input data, right? right? So we started brainstorming ideas on how to input data, and we knew it had to be a simple solution. And we have some other ways of doing it that we think are better than um, typical. Uh, but the sort of the the resulting path of that came brought us to the idea of voice, yeah. and part of the thing that brought us there was that the idea and seeing the the applications built for Alexa and built for Google home that are really becoming this applications for the interface of your home. Yeah. So uh, you, we talked about not using your hands while you're using your hands in the kitchen. That also means that your hands are busy doing other things and you're not in a place where you want to take your phone out. Maybe your hands are wet or they have p- pasta sauce on them or, or just, you're busy doing things and your phone's over there and you wanna be able to interact with these digital devices so voice becomes an obvious thing and we can see the growth of the yeah. of that. So Ty, I,
0: I gotta ask, like this thing doesn't feel like you just had this idea yesterday and then all of a sudden now you have that really cool looking product. Like when did this light bulb, literal light bulb go off in your head that it's like, hey, this is a pretty good idea like, when did that happen? And what was like, what's the first kind of couple steps that you had to take to start moving towards taking it from just purely an idea to, hey, we're going to like put some design around this. We're going to put a business around it. Like, give me some background on that time. Like, cause that feels like a really interesting, yeah. formative time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I guess the, the, the light bulb moment, light bulb moment. Yeah, the light bulb moment of it being a good idea was really when I sat down and talked to Dave, cause I'd already talked to Stacy about it and said, Hey, I had an idea and um that was most,
2: probably in may of 2014
1: probably may of 2014 i said i had this idea kind of ridiculous and i told her and she goes no that's a really good idea i was like "Okay." i said
2: i've heard a lot of your ideas and this is the best one you've had <laughs> <laughs> you need to do this that i good... need this thing in my <laughs> life everyone needs this thing in my <laughs> <laughs> life
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> So she said this is a good idea. She needed it. She wanted it. And I, I still wasn't even convinced because I, I, I bring a lot. I, I, I come up with a lot of stuff out of thin air. And then I said, okay, well, I'm gonna go t- to Dave. Dave and I were working together at Contigo. A really talented industrial designer, and we would become friends. I knew his personality, and I knew his uh, kind of his. We had we had a similar like moral compass and ideology about how we live life and. So I I trusted his his opinion. So I asked him if I could buy him a cup of coffee. And Dave, you should really tell this part of the story because it's much better from you.
2: Like, I like hearing this from you because yeah.
1: because I heard this version of the story well after we started a company. So by the way, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so when when you're a person that executes concepts and makes real things out of them, yeah. you get a lot of people coming to you with concepts that they think would be good real things, and. Uh, That's the best way I've ever heard you say that. that good is, real
0: things, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, like, got
0: this great idea, right? Listen,
3: one hundred percent of the time, those ideas are total trash. It <laughs> um, <laughs> oh,
2: makes me so. Happy. It's so good.
3: Um, you, someone's got an yeah. idea for, like, I don't want to say like specifics, but like, it's always. Don't, some don't make the ideas that I brought you before this one. All, exactly, <laughs> they're all involve some sort of magical thing, and I don't mean literal, but like yeah. some concept. Like the the idea is like I want to invent a thing that doesn't exist yet, like some technology that's impossible or is fifty years out. Yeah, that's the whole concept hinges on this super complicated thing. Yeah. Um and I'm a I like sim- I like things very simple. I like Easy to understand things, I think that's how I think consumers react well to those ideas, and so when Ty brought the idea uh the joke is that i th- I've never said yes to anything and I said yes to ty's idea, but the real reason is that like
2: you wanted the free cup of coffee
3: right
1: <laughs> next question most expensive, <laughs> most expensive free cup of coffee yeah. Oh yeah. My sorry,
3: God.
2: That's sorry awesome. I can
3: but the uh the 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 basis of the idea. It was simple, and I it, I found that it's way more complex than I thought. To but the 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 essence of it was simplicity, and the technology seemed doable from where I was sitting.
2: And you know what's been so fun? Um, obviously I've been a part of this from the beginning, hearing both, and you know meeting Dave and becoming a part of it. In every single thing problem that we approach, we. We challenge each other, like Dave and I are usually at other opposite sides of of all problems. Um, Challenging each other to make it easier or to take something out of it, which is a very counterintuitive to a lot of tech. That's like, why don't we add this thing? Because we could have this thing on top of that thing. And wouldn't that be great? And we're like, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Do we have to have it? Is it going to make the user's life more simple? And that's where we all align on the same. Like, we all come to the same grounding point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we... um, (laughs) So we, this was in July of 20, June of 2014, when I sat down with Dave, so that was, you know, a good four years ago. And um, Dave said, Hey, I like the idea. And I said, cool, let's, uh, let's do this thing together. 50, 50. I can't get it out of my brain. I don't have the talent to do that. And Dave was like, okay, so we started down the path of that. And the first thing we wanted to do was make sure it wasn't done before and that we just haven't seen it. Because a lot of my crazy ideas, I Google them and found, find out that I'm not the first to have them. <laughs> <laughs> so A lot of ideas, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah and so we, we went down the process. I, I, I connected with a um, patent attorney. And we went down the process of doing a patent search and nothing was out there, not a thing at all. And so we filed a provisional patent and started to kind of develop this product. And then in um, November of 2015, we filed our full patent for our product. We've got about 20 claims around what we're building. And we still haven't heard back because the patent process is incredibly slow, as it turns out. Okay. Um, but that's for a different
0: podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that um, the U.S. Patent Office just go over some crazy number like the 100
1: millionth or 10 millionth. Oh, yeah. Patent. Oh yeah, a huge one, and they like made a big plaque about it and all yeah, that. Yeah, congratulations! Cool. You, yeah, spend well, less time. I wish it was you guys. Spend yeah. less time. Right. That would yeah. be
2: amazing. Yeah. It was and effects. more time
1: <laughs> accepting yeah. a patent. Yeah. Can you
2: read some more <laughs> patents?
1: So we we spent a lot of time protecting the idea because the industry that we come from like is like we we understood the value of a making sure we weren't infringing on someone else's business, but also making sure we protect ours before we invest a lot of resources in building it. So we went through that process and then spent probably a year in 2016 kind of part-timing, not not doing a lot on it because there were some challenges with like, um, you know, both of us having full-time jobs and, and families. And so finally we decided that if we're going to do this thing, it's time to do it. Yeah. And that's when, in January of 2017, we jumped out of the airplane and said, "We'll find the chute on the way down." <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and um, and so far, we 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 haven't hit the ground, and, and occasionally we get the parachute. I think. So one thing I think is interesting about so you
0: bring this idea from there to you now. You started the business in 2017. Uh, Stacey, you and David both talked about like this design paradigm being very much about the experience, and and it's almost like y'all y'all embodied like this minimum viable product mentality. Like what's the minimum thing that we can do that has the most value, but doesn't over-engineer it. So I'm curious to hear like from a, from a design perspective, like what are kind of some of the primary objectives that you had? Cause I know you said, Hey, we try to pair these things up, but like yeah. what were the top couple of things that you said, this is what it has to do and has to do well and differently than what's in the market.
3: So I think one of the things we always come back to is, is the, experience the 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 use flow of being in your kitchen and, and putting food away in the fridge uh is a very common thing everyone understands how they do that and it's it's sort of like ingrained in their mental process as a mental process uh so we knew that we couldn't alter that very much right so um that was something we kept coming back to: is Are we getting in the way of a process that someone already has? And it's like low
0: friction,
2: right? Right. Like the adoption. friction points are such a big, a big point in it because you know when we first talked about it, you know, and we hinted at this a bit earlier, right? And you, we talked about pushing the button and and inputting something on your phone, right? Like we didn't want to you know, p- have to pick up your phone, go into the app and do this. So like, how do we make it easier? How are we going to make right. it be a smart notification? And then it was a smart notification. How do we automatically suggest yep. the number of days that it's good for? Are we, instead of making you do it, can we actually source it from somewhere else? Instead of having it, all of the onus oh, be on you, how yeah. can we add value So in you don't that? have to
0: like type in like spinach three days?
2: No, because we're going to be pulling from a database, huh. a big database, a <laughs> big data beard. Be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you were, uh,
0: We have the IOT beard too. It's cool. <laughs> I think we registered that domain on GoDaddy. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah, we'll be pulling from a database, but we were originally going to have it just populate into your smart notification, you know, and where you can adjust it if you felt like it was different because we want you to be in control as the user also. and that's where we kept poking at it and said, how can this be easier? This is still a step beyond what someone is doing right now. And if you want this to truly be helpful and integrate into their home, much like Nest does, like you're already going to the thermostat to adjust it. Yeah. You know, you're still just doing that unless you've got support for it. Yeah. We want to act like that. And so that's where voice came up for us.
0: That's awesome. So uh, I got to ask, cause this, I, I saw something on uh, one of your social media feeds that you guys showed up, y'all were at CES this year, right? What was it like, one, just to be at a show that big, knowing that you're like this startup out of Chicago doing your thing? (laughs) But two, like, what were the people like? What were they interested in? It was wild. Yeah, it
3: was
1: crazy. It was totally wild. And it seemed
3: like a show about the size of our booth. Like, it seemed like a tiny show. Right, mostly because we never left.
2: We never. I mean, (laughs) we we really. We went in thinking that we'd be able to, like, okay, well, we'll man the booth for a little bit, and then you can go over to this. I mean, we're like in Eureka Park, which is like a completely separate building from the main show. Okay. The main show is like thirty minute walk away. If you're doing that, huge where all the big names are. Yeah. And Eureka Park is huge, also. But we thought, yeah, well, we'll be able to, you know, trade out. You know, this isn't gonna be a big deal. Yeah. We never, we didn't leave. Like,
1: we didn't leave. We Dave,
2: didn't. We barely ate. Like, Dave, I mean.
1: Dave and I left the booth for an hour and we got back and we were told never do that ever
2: <laughs> So
1: It was, um, it was so oh, insane. So, well, thankfully we had some friends join us out there as well, like um, putting on some OV shirts and, and talking about Ovi. So we had a lot of help in that. And um, we had... We, a lot of things went in our favor. We got an incredible location. We were in the smart home section. We were right on the main aisle. That was really cool. Um, so that, thank you, Consumer Technology Association, for that placement. There that, you go. Um yeah. was Shout amazing. Out. Shout out. Um, but from our perspective, what, what really went over well for us was we were bringing a unique product mm-hmm. um, to... to to the startup area and really to to the entirety of CES we're 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 kind of inventing a category here and no one else was doing it but not only that but we were speaking to it in a way that's very um accessible to the people coming by like it was simple it's like we make smart food storage and people wanted to hear what that was all about and um, s- we estimate that we spoke to probably 2,500, maybe 3,000 people over the entire course of it. We, we were, were
2: featured. I mean, we were actually made it on to the Today Show in their feature, like really? when they were doing a um oh, a I was spotlight this was the of- biggest
0: show you'd been on. Damn.
2: Oh, sorry. Well, they didn't talk about <laughs> they us. Didn't talk but to they, us. Put, they put But they put an Ovi SmarterWare up on there. That's and That's had people cool. Yeah, it was, it like, it was, like, it was like, uh,
1: like robots, Peloton, Ovi. And then Whirlpool. And we We were were
2: like, like, we're tiny.
1: How did that happen? (laughs) That's awesome, though. That's very cool. Yeah, because obviously robots are going to take the- It was a rush. And
3: this is the the morning of the first day of the show. So we'd set the booth up. We got back to the Airbnb. We're like waking up in the morning and we see this thing on TV. And it's like-
1: Okay, this, this is how it's cool. going to go. Is, this, is this is it. Awesome. This is yeah, yeah. And, and so it was an incredible show for us. What what I can say and what might be interesting to your listeners is like it's it's not as so we were really focused on like putting a a really great demo on, okay. and um, we we engaged with our partners that were building our demo, and we basically put a tight timeline on them to deliver the demo for us at CES, and. um and, and what ended up happening though is one, if you're demoing anything with Bluetooth at CES, when you pull up your Bluetooth, find a connection. Holy moly! Yeah. Are there like 80, 000 000 devices thousand Ten devices? Ten thousand devices. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So that—that's
2: awesome. We, but but our partners foresaw this being an issue, and we okay. tr- and we went about trying to. So you'd you like uh, to you start
0: your Bluetooth device with an A.
2: Yeah, because guess what doesn't work? All of it, none of it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> secrets, so, so there's that challenge. And also, like when you buy the booth, you can buy like the low speed internet version of your booth, or you can buy the high speed internet version of your booth.
2: You we, buy the high speed, yeah. We You're bought itzy, the high speed
1: yes. internet yeah. version of our booth, but when it came down to it, there's so much connected device like traffic. Yeah. That our demos struggled to really ever get off the ground. I don't really? think we exhibited our demos in the know, way they were supposed to one time.
2: There were there were also so many people there all the time that like having a we thought there'd be a lot more like one on one. Let me tell you and walk you through this. Yeah, do. And detail. you're surrounded like literally there's twelve people at your booth at all times, and you've got you're talking over each other and you know reaching for things. There was and just people, not a chance.
3: Yeah, you're just you're just doing the you're just talking through the thing over and over again and people are coming and going and you've got like four or five people. You're like holding
2: court. Yeah. Constantly.
3: And it's like people come and go. So like doing the demo became sort of, uh a, got in the way. Yeah. Then we just, actually yeah,
2: then we are just, just holding yeah, tags yeah. as props and we're like, so this and, is the thing.
1: And the truth is like, what we're doing is so simple yeah. that like nobody was like, nah, I need to, I need to see your demo to believe yeah, what you're doing. This yeah. is They yeah. got it right away. It was like, Robots no, you, VR. you press the button, you say what you're tagging, yeah. and that's it. We do the rest, and then we walk through what the rest is, which is reminds you of your food before it goes bad. Yeah. And we give you uh, suggestions on how you can eat that food, right. and then we help you keep track of it if you need to look into your app and see what you have while you're grocery shopping. So it feels like it's CES, though. Like that That's got to be like a super –
0: nerd like propellers are spinning the the tech geeks are out there they had to walk up to you guys and go like yo what's up like tell me about your product and i'm guessing that like because of your design background and like your focus on skinning things down that had to be maybe a nice juxtaposition between (laughs) maybe what you were doing was there other people that were the other end of the spectrum like was everybody super cool design and like really pretty products or
1: was it te- more tech for tech?
3: I mean, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but... Uh, we won't we were... talk about your neighbors in
1: particular. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they were very nice. <laughs> oh,
1: we we met incredible people, by the way. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to, like, go to CES and exhibit at your it's park, It's pretty awesome. It's awesome. The people really help you understand what you need to do, so the Consumer Technology Association does, and you meet a lot of really great people. So don't be intimidated if you think that it's something you want to do. Just throw that out there. But... Um, yeah, we, we would, I I walked across, not across, I walked some direction, uh, to some of our neighbors and said, ah, tell me about your product. And they said, well, we use this chip and we use this board and we use this kind of wireless communication. We do this. And I was like,
2: yeah, but what is it?
1: But what? They're you, like, it's but what do you things. do? And We
2: keep going. Get <laughs> to the point, man. What are you selling? And that really, like, it just it's it's very difficult for me because I'm I'm basically a brand storyteller. That's yeah. my career calling in life, and it's yeah. why I'm a good fit for this team. Is I care really passionately about getting the point across in a way, and you know, the product across all these experiences. Um and so we, I mean, so many of them have booths that are floor to ceiling in words, and you know, like pictures and all of the, you know, like, I mean, you've seen booths, you've seen trade show booths that are pop up, pop up banners and all of these. And I've, we benefit from the fact that I've designed umpteen booths for large yeah, for sure. scale companies. So simple, and I've, clean. I've, yeah, I mean, I've done work across all kinds of large yeah. name brands, trade shows included and simple and clean is what breaks through in the chaos so ours was a and I also had a trade show booth manufacturer that I know very well that Sweet. could customize it for me really really quickly in the midst of us changing our name so oh, it was a a, name that's
1: another podcast but we
2: instead we said all of these people are going to be that I'm going to make it look like you're in a kitchen and so literally we had a oh, you know cool. a MDF wall that was it looked like tile it was rounded yeah. out to look like tile painted our our logo backlit behind yeah. little blade sign white oak wood top counter l shape so it Fantastic. felt like a kitchen counter stools that you could sit on we were at a corner which was awesome and so you have super clean white we've got a little tv we've got our logo and we've got a a single pop-up banner with a single like headline on it that yeah. says dinner's already in your fridge oh that's and that's great. it and that when you put it next to all of the other chaos yeah I had mean, to be a different experience. It, it just completely. was a completely different experience. But you that, had to make a lot point. of the
0: nerds really sad. They're like, "This is so simple. Why they, didn't I think of this?" <laughs>
2: no, it wasn't the nerds, man. You know People who it was? People were
3: trying to hire us to design it, their booth. We
2: did. Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's like a, no, but our that's other really, like start That's a funny thing <laughs> that you say. That there's a large, there's a lot of large manufacturers who come to this show, and heads of innovation coming to this show. So we spoke to a lot of heads of innovation from ElectroLux and Samsung and Whirlpool and Tupperware and every big brand. All there. of the large brands and i can't tell you how many times we'd get oh my gosh
1: really like it's you hard. just
2: kind of got like this like
1: it's hard to do it on a so podcast s- it's
2: hard like it's like this it's hard is to do so on- simple
1: on a podcast but there was a look and i'm gonna do the look and it was do it, right. do it, right here. it was
2: <laughs> My boss is gonna kill me for not thinking of this.
0: That's well. It goes back to what I said before, which is the, I think the simplicity of it is that you're retrofitting right. something that's already really expensive. And how often do people replace
1: refrigerators in their house? Not exactly. It's very minimal, right? You right? don't do that very often. And so. think about this: like, think about what your iPhone looked like four years ago. It looked the same.
2: No, it was smaller. Okay, six small,
1: years ago. Six years six ago. Years okay, ago. smaller, not as so, is, small, but, but you know, like when you see yeah. somebody that's got like an iPhone the five, or iPhone something four, like you're that, like, oh. you're like, oh. you're like, oh. you're like oh.
3: forget what it looks like. It, looks, yeah. it slows down. Right. Apps don't the, function the same stinks. way. Like, yeah. the world's upgrading. Forget what it looks like. Yeah, but right. I agree. I like where your heads at yeah. though. Like better.
0: You get it. But this is something that doesn't have that cycle because you can do, because the barrier to entry, the cost of entry
3: is imagine the feeling of like a four thousand dollar fridge. That yeah. feels like it's four years old Ooh. and the the, the updated like that. software that's coming out for it, it's no longer working anymore. Yeah, and then you're like what do I have to buy a whole new fridge? This yeah. is ridiculous because
0: the software update I had a buddy that he complained for like two days about his mouse not getting supported by Logitech anymore. It was so sad <laughs> yeah. So so I like <laughs> 12 this yeah, exactly so a $4,000 fridge that blows my mind. So, so I'm curious so you've gone through the process now you have product you've you launched a successful kickstarter program that raised money super cool what's like what is the next year for ov look like what what are the next things that y'all are working towards and what's the 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 launch like when are they when is when are people buying this thing
1: yeah so so our goal um is to ship product to customers and in, in February of 2019. Sweet, okay, and that's what we've promised in our Kickstarter campaign. Promised people understand that we can run into challenges sure. along the way, but that's our goal. Okay. And so what we're what we're doing over the next few months is we're we're wrapping up our um, uh, you know production. Board. Mm -hmm. So the prototype that we have has about 85% there. We need to kind of finalize the chipsets that we're using, finalize the architecture of that board, and we need to obviously then finalize the mechanical engineering for that um, and purchase tooling and get into pre-production. We're going to get into a beta testing program soon after that, sometime in the fall. Uh, Once we know that the product is working the way we want it to and we're kind of through debug and all that, um, we should start our full production cycle late this year, late fall or early winter Very cool. uh, of this year. And then uh, we begin shipping product to customers. And that's, that's our goal right now. That's everything that we're focused on is doing that. We, um, uh, we're going to begin selling. Um, once we're in manu- full manufacturing mode, mm-hmm. we're going to start selling on our own e-commerce site, okay. ov.life. Okay. And, um, and then from there, we want to scale... As quickly as possible. Because what we really want to do, once we're once we're sure we're delivering product of quality that consumers expect, and that it's also um, delivering the benefit that mm-hmm. we're promised to consumers. Right. Once we're doing that, we want to get this in the hands of as many customers as possible, as quickly as possible. Because when you talk about reducing food waste, which... We talk about a lot of times in like little f little w food waste, like me
2: personal food me throwing
1: away lasagna at my house that I wanted to eat, right? And then capital F capital W food waste, which is this global problem, right? Which is this huge epidemic in America that a lot of people are finally starting to talk about and pay attention to, right? And And in the world, and um in order to really start impacting this, we really need to be in as many homes as possible as quickly as possible. Very cool. So we, we want to do that, but we want to make sure that our product is delivering on the promises before we get there. And that's our sole focus right now.
0: So uh, we're going to have some pictures, but the the product is is pretty slick because it's the smart tag, which is really nice looking. And then you've got, what are the other form factors that this thing takes in terms of what can people buy?
3: So we have a, with the smart tag like you said and then there's three accessories okay. uh the the primary accessory is uh well we actually go back and forth on what you might call the primary but yeah. right now right.
2: that's how I looked at you like what are you going to do know, right, right now Dave? Problem. this is, oh, here be we're, good. This
3: is uh, this, in the design meeting yeah.
0: let's go this is
2: great welcome I just to our had conversation. this idea yesterday, <laughs>
3: yesterday.
2: <laughs> the, no. the, the, let's sketch it for the you the primary
3: accessory is what we're calling right now the the universal connector, which is like the worst name for anything ever. We, <laughs> we do.
2: called it connect. connect. Just connect. O-B- it O-B- was OV Connect, is okay. what the is what the name of it is.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, so it is a universal connector.
0: So but it's called connect. It's called connect. I love seeing this. This is fun. This is how designers and all, brand folk yeah. working together. When you together
2: have this, well, designers harmony. on designers, designer. designer,
0: and designer <laughs> I'm actually right, sitting so in thing, the best s- possible spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, this is exactly <laughs> where so I want So,
3: so, so what so. this accessory does is it lets you put a smart tag on your existing containers. So if you have a whole set of Rubbermaid or Pyrex or rub, uh, Tupperware at home, okay. you can retrofit that to be um, smart.
2: You put it on a pizza box. Okay.
3: You could also put it on a pizza box. Yeah, what That's what I said. Yeah. Or uh, a container of hummus, or yogurt, or oh, salad po- dressing. Dressings.
2: Really? Uh, yeah, the things okay. that you're gonna forget about, like that's and that's what. Oh, sorry. Continue that.
3: I'll go yeah. So the then the the next thing is um, the bowl or yep. the, the container, like your okay. typical looking uh, food lid. storage container, yeah. Food yeah. right? Storage okay. Container. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's a a really nice uh, Triton. Container with a with a Triton and silicone lid, and then the that's custom built to hold a smart tag. So it's like the best situation if you're if you need new containers and you want to use uh, Ovi,
2: or you just want a beautifully designed container by Dave. Uh,
0: yes, also it pretty. is very pretty.
2: It is really
3: pretty, and then. And then the, the third accessory is a bag clip. So oh, cool. you can for her spinach. For That's spinach. Right. Uh, oh, there you go. Or for, you know, anything that you could clip something to. Yeah. So you could clip it to a bunch of carrots or uh, a thing of I
1: did see that in your video that's pretty the orange really pops against
0: the, the orange.
2: background that nice? we don't that think we don't nice. think
1: people are going to be tagging a lot of carrots because those things last forever but it's real pretty
2: <laughs> but but again However, because you think it lasts yeah. forever if yeah, you have you tracking it tracking for 21 point. days and two weeks in you're like I have carrots yeah. holy moly I need to eat those I think every good.
0: time and I have carrots my I, I have think carrots? every
2: time when did the
0: rabbit move exactly. in that's what my food eats
2: <laughs> where's the meat
3: yeah there we go yeah. <laughs> So well, that's are, awesome. Those are the accessories that go with. The
0: and then you get the smart tags with it. Okay, cool. Right. So, can people still get in on buying this thing? Because I know the Kickstarter's over, but is there going to be a chance for people between? You said, oh, you said when you get into production, you're going to have a ordering site. But is there still like an early yeah access we're
2: doing program? Pre order. We've right. got a pre order store. Okay. Yeah,
1: we've got a pre order store. Um, and it's uh, you can get to it pretty easily. There's a couple ways, but if you just go to ov.life and you click on okay. pre order, that'll take you to our pre order store. We'll put some links in the show notes. That'll be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and. Uh, um and uh the pre-order is uh there that it's gonna it's we're still offering discounts as if you not quite the same as on kickstarter but we're still offering okay. discounts on that very cool well guys this has been
0: super fun to talk about i, I one i love hearing from a team of folks that came from a like normal real jobs and then started this cra had this crazy idea that i like it's 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 fun that a light bulb moment literally happened mm-hmm. And you brought together a, t- a team of folks that had great experience. You built some partnerships in the marketplace or in the in the ecosystem to bring this thing to market. And I, I think it's cool. I think the implications are interesting. I can't wait to see what happens, like you said with my iPhone. I want to see what happens 24, 36 months from now, because my mind just starts going about the use cases for this thing. So, Oh man, it's gonna be so, so exciting. It was so fun to have you guys on. Now I do want to shift gears here. You all should definitely check out Strata Data Conference happening September 11th through 13th in New York City. At this conference, you'll learn how data is driving innovation and transforming businesses. You'll hear from top minds in technology and leading companies like Airbnb, Google, WeWork, and Uber. You'll also network with thousands at the largest gathering of technologists and business leaders working with data. Save 20% with our passcode, PCBeard, at checkout. A lot from our guests about big data, but now it's time to get a bit personal in a segment we like to call Rapid Fire.
3: Is like a Rorschach test? Yeah, it is. It's like
0: a Rorschach test. It's a in word a basement, Rorschach.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going So say, so think if we were putting money down, it's this guy who's going to have the biggest problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome.
2: His spirit so, animal is a raven.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, oh. oh. That's very Poe of you. Yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so in the theme of, you know, IoT, AI, you know, that world, what year will Skynet go online? Dave? Twenty
3: twenty one.
0: Twenty twenty one, Ty. Twenty thirty-five. Twenty thirty five. Stacy. Never. Never. Oh, I like that. You are the exact opposite of Elon Musk. That's Such perfect. an optimist. All right. So if you could recommend a book for us to read or listen to on Audible,
2: <clears throat> what
0: would it be, Stacy? Shoe Dog shoe dog by
2: by Phil knight Phil
0: Knight, okay, the book about uh it's Nike
2: Nike there you yeah, go. it's the Nike founder i actually I read it very close to us starting this, and okay. it's just fascinating that t- to see the insights into a brand being like started from the beginning and yeah. kind of paralleling i mean it, we're nothing like Nike, but like paralleling a startup and another startup and yeah. you know seeing the insights, I just thought it was a I don't know. Really Super just fun. really nice book to read. Yeah. Cool. Just you're not great, the first one to give us that recommendation. Really? So on I list. don't have to think of another one. No, you're Shoot. good. That's perfect. We
0: like it when people give multiple Okay. Because it makes uh, more weight. Ty, what's your the book you'd read or you'd recommend we read?
1: All right. So um unfortunately I don't get to read as much as I would like these days, so I've got to go back into the past a little bit. But um I read a book um, Right when we started this business called the power of habit, and you may have heard this one mentioned on here before, too Um, And it is incredible in terms of learning about how the brain functions So if you're interested in how the brain functions and how we do what we do and how sometimes you look up and go wait I did all that stuff. I don't remember it at all. Yeah Um, You're really we're really habit driven in a lot of ways and I think and this applies to what we're doing because Eliminating food waste means kind of changing habits. So how do we make it really simple for people to change their habits?
3: Very cool, I like it. Yeah, Dave? The Island by Aldous Huxley.
0: All right, that's that's deep, bro. <laughs> I didn't see you going there, but all right, cool. Uh, Ty, what genre of music are you currently rocking?
1: Uh, I generally listen to, I guess, what you would call Americana, and I kind of stay in that vein a lot. Okay. Yeah. Dave, what about you? What kind of music are you rocking?
3: Uh, well, this is gonna date me and maybe make me seem like a weirdo, but the Dave Matthews just released a new album and I'm super into it. All
0: right, All right. <laughs> DMB fans, that's okay. Ritz. You're the first one that said that, but it's totally cool. <laughs> Stacy, what about you?
2: I'm. Right now I am listening to a playlist on Spotify called OO oh, oh, and Chill, which is the two thousands. <laughs> oh and <laughs> oh,
0: oh, right.
3: chill. Hey, by the
0: way I
2: I'm only like briefly into it, but it's actually quite nice. Like it's a it's a good that is
3: like if I if i like typically I'm listening to chill like anything with a playlist with chill got nice I I a nice
2: beat. I don't, I don't think that's yeah.
1: what OO oh, oh, and chill means.
2: <laughs> it's not Netflix not and, and chill. chill. It's, it's, it is O-O oh, oh, and chill. Oh, and, and oh. like Netflix it's and chill. It's zero, it's I don't think, <laughs> this
3: is a family <laughs> program.
2: lord, it's Spotify. <laughs> is this
3: zero zero or <O-H-O-A-N> yeah. zero oh.
0: zero.
2: <laughs> it's definitely apostrophe oh, Zero awful. and chill. This is not a family oh, podcast, my right? <laughs> Are you
0: kidding well, me? It was until now. Yeah. Um. So uh, Stacy, what piece of technology is currently making your life worse?
2: Making my life
0: worse. Dave, what about you? What piece of technology is making your life worse? Uh, Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Does that so, count as a piece
1: of technology? It is. It's software. Okay. It's, yeah. Cool.
0: I'll let it go. Piece. It's not hardware. I didn't
3: specify hardware. So I, oh, I, I, I have. One. I I'm I'm a anti um, social, social media, media. person. Okay. I've been off social media in like in total for years now, uh, but when. Ovi sort of launched their social media presence. Yeah. I took a step back in to sort of try to promote the brand and promote me as a designer. Yeah. And how quickly it just wraps its tentacles around you. <laughs> it so
2: like, I'm out. I was like, yeah. I'm in." Yeah. yeah. Tr- so like, you, just, you went in. Like yeah. all of a
3: sudden, I find myself literally opening the app when I'm standing in line for three seconds. Like I have to. <laughs> I have three seconds of like. N- and I, I used to pride myself on the ability to just like sit and breathe and like be there for that moment. Yeah. But now I'm like pulling my phone out to check my Instagram feed, which means nothing to me. So it is what it was. By the question? way, you're not alone, brother. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's a thing. Yeah. It's so real. I,
3: I feel like And pictures are so good. Like it's yeah. so visually pleasing to right. look it's at not, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: yeah
0: all right sorry what about you what piece of technology is making your life worse my nest that thermostat. was gonna be mine <laughs> oh. I was oh, yeah. dude i have been in more so houses lately uh. that are annoyed by their nests well that's so I still sad I
2: love it like i mean i haven't i don't i'm not annoyed enough to get rid of it no well you set
1: rules because i think that's the problem that's i don't think problem. people like but it's set enough so parameters for operating manual to, to set parameters why oh, can't why it's supposed to be a learning thermostat it's not learning that i like it cold and it's been so hot in chicago lately thank god it's beautiful today but like it's uh I constantly walk into our upstairs and it's 84 degrees and oh, I'm like, why is it so hot? And I look no. and I'm like, Nest is at like 84 and I'm like, why? Why would anyone allow that? I never that's be that. at 84. That's not okay,
0: just I know set you know I'm standard. here. You woke up when I walked by.
1: Yeah, so now my AC's got to run for four hours to get it back down to 75. See, and I don't feel like that's any more efficient. I feel like it's less not. efficient to let it get that hot. Terribly. All efficient.
0: right. So Stacey, you said Nest too. That's
2: mine fun. was Nest too. But I'll tell you what I love about Nest uh-huh. is I really like. Being able to be like Alexa, it's hot in here, and she's like, Okay, let me change that.
0: Uh, that is nice. See, great. voice interaction is pretty great. True, all right, true. Uh, Ty, okay. what is your per your biggest personal money pit right now? <laughs> <laughs> what allowed?
1: money <laughs> <laughs> did, we, what, did we tell you that we're a startup? I'm allowed to say we i save my company I mean, yeah you, are. you <laughs> totally are that's uh that's a completely allowable we answer all dave 50 50, ho- 50 partner what's on. your personal money pit hold, on, right on, now? hold on hold on hold <laughs> on hold on let's let's be clear though like i feel like a money pit is something that you throw money at and it's like never going anywhere right it's just like you're throwing money like that's i a, feel that's like that's a fair differentiation. i would yeah, say so. i would say like but Ovi, we've never
0: allowed that though for other people i think you went on the right path but i'll hear you out I feel like ov
1: is something that we are investing in not in the sense of a money pit that you're never going to see the return on gotcha so i don't spend money on it so you're going right to make on.
0: everybody who everybody who said what's your biggest personal money pit and they're like oh my kids gonna, <laughs> you just devalue their children significantly I, I do love that though i apologize i will, re- <laughs> I will retract that and say i'm kidding my company
3: <laughs>
0: that's awesome dave what about you
3: Oh, what is my biggest money pit? Um, probably coffee. I'd say coffee? coffee yeah. Like coffee. Small or
0: know. medium coffees?
3: Small. Small? That look like mediums. No, mediums that look like
1: small. Oh, yeah. So
0: frustrating. That was frustrating. I hate that for you. <laughs> yeah. Stacy, what about you? What's your money pit?
2: Lunch at Revival Food oh, Hall. Uh, so good. I'm telling you what. It's in the building that I'm in all the time That's and nice. like all of the food is amazing and it's all like you can't get out of there for less than $12 and I'm always in a hurry and I'm like, well, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to eat this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Some food. Well, I like
0: it. Uh, Stacy, are you going anywhere really interesting soon?
2: You know, back to the money pit thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Noted. I have
2: okay. no trips in the there you in the go. No trips right now Egypt. except totally for CES fair. in there you January. Go. We'll oh, be Oh so CES in January. Excellent.
1: In January. Hey, let me let me. Uh, am I? Can I jump in here? You can go. I <laughs> get it. So um, I don't know if you call this interesting, but um, my hometown of Brady, Texas does a the World Championship Barbecue Goat Cook-Off every Labor Day weekend, and it's highly probable that we will be there for that. World Championship...
2: Barbecue. Barbecue, barbecue.
1: Goat
0: Cook-Off. Goat, it's not a goat rodeo. Oh, no. It's a goat cook-off. The, the, the rodeo is like,
3: before the cook-off.
0: There is a rodeo involved, though, right? <laughs> there is.
2: I think there's a queen of the no, championship or something. So, these, so
0: there's literally, this is like the world's best
1: goat cooks. Yeah, and it's official too, because g- someone else that cook.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. If
1: you if you get a T shirt, it's got a goat cooking a man. So it I is. yeah, oh, so, yeah. When the got to I understand that. Yeah. that. So you're going to eat uh, some. What the, what's the best goat like dish you've ever had? I gotta understand what this. So is. there's two ways to make cabrito. Cabrito. There's two ways to make it. Okay. You either make it good or you make it really really bad. Oh, goat not done properly is terrible. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so really, it's just you can make goat just like pull pork or whatever, anything okay. like that. I It's you. delicious and tasty. And so Brady, better.
0: Texas, interesting place. Dave, Brady what about
3: Texas. you? Uh, I have no travel plans at any time in the future. That's excellent.
2: Can I give you another one?
0: You can. Where okay. are you going, interesting?
2: <laughs> we actually um, we have a group of friends that comes over on Tuesday nights Okay, we call Family Dinner Night. Very cool. Um, where there's 20-ish of our closest friends come over every week. Okay. And a couple of years ago, we started Family Dinner Night, trips okay. and we went to Finland oh, that's two fun. years ago and met one of our, we had some friends that we met here in Chicago who were from Finland. They were um, heading up a the US office of their company and then they moved back and they invited us all back. So 17 of us went there. So now we're planning next summer is going to be a trip to Canada Okay, um, with 20 of our closest friends, Wow, um, which is always a big undertaking. So we go for a couple of weeks and we kind of tour the country. And so we're in the midst of starting planning this fall. And so, yeah, it's It's not in the immediate future, but you're trying to wrangle that many people. It's pretty great.
0: It sounds... Great and simultaneously nerve-wracking
1: to be And involved. and Dave wasn't entirely honest because it's not going to be very long before he's in China oh. talking to oh. manufacturers about our product. That's
3: right. I don't count that. He doesn't
2: even think that's exciting.
3: Interesting. What was the question? Yeah, interesting. Great that's that's totally home. fair. No,
1: I no that no will be about. actually
3: really interesting.
2: I forgot we could I'm go to Cro- we've got that. Croatia on the agenda too. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: so it's technically unplanned. It's just at the moment, interesting. I, it I started just, out really interesting. There,
2: did you call it interesting? Because I think that's a pretty good one.
1: Uh, did I? If I, I did, I that, meant to
0: because uh, I just coined that phrase. I
2: like that was one. really good. <laughs> Trademark. All uh, right,
0: so last question, Ty. What show are you currently binging right now?
1: Uh so I just binged Cobra Kai on YouTube. YouTube so, tell me premium. Tell What is Cobra That's Kai? That's also a little bit of a money pit, too. YouTube. I signed up for the free YouTube premium. I need to cancel <laughs> that so I can watch Cobra Kai. Um, Cobra Kai is now in present-day okay. Karate Kid. Johnny Lawrence has reopened the Cobra Kai dojo, and daniel is not too pleased with this whatsoever. And I'm kind of mocking a little bit in that, but, like, honestly, incredible show. Great acting, great characters, great story. And it's a YouTube original, and I'm super impressed and can't wait for season two. All
0: right. Dave, what about
1: you? What show are you binging on?
3: So there's a show on Netflix called, um, I think it started on PBS, but it was picked up by Netflix. It's called Somebody Feed Phil. Okay. It's a food show, and it follows the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. which His name is Phil Raymond. I don't know. (laughs) So no, I don't think that's right <laughs> it's, it's not Raymond uh, I forget his last name But he's he goes around to different countries And, uh-huh. and eats the food and, and meets people And he's the My wife loves to make fun of me For how much I love this show But it's got a great jingle And it has a great The guy's hilarious All And right. he's super awkward and dad-like And it just <laughs> It's one of those comfortable shows that All right uh, Identify with dad-like This, this jingle I'm are you
0: binging <laughs> on?
2: I'm a couple of episodes behind, Okay. but Westworld. Oh, oh yes. my god! Please don't
3: talk about it. So I
0: good. I know I'm spoiler alert. far behind. So no, don't, won't talk about it. I just finished episode, season two, episode three yesterday. <gasps> so it's pretty great. It all is right, really folks. Great. So this was super fun. Ovi coming out next year. Super cool, smart food storage, connected to food storage product. Where can we find you on social media to uh, keep up with all the latest and greatest? with what's going on with Ovi.
2: You can follow us at Fridge Smarter.
0: Ooh, I like that Because we make handle. every
2: Fridge Smarter. That's right. Oh.
0: At fridge Smarter on Instagram? Instagram. Okay. and
2: Twitter okay. and Facebook.
0: All of them, all right. All of them. Yep. Well, thank you guys so much, it was a super fun. I can't, it was so fun to be in Chicago with this brilliant view, sorry for you listeners. You can't see it, but it's awesome, and the conversation I thought was super fun. I hope you guys have great success, and I can't thank wait you. to get my Ovi products next year. Thank oh, you, Tori, yeah. we appreciate Thanks, it, thank you. For- thank you.
1: Stay listening to the Big Data Beard Podcast.